and welcome to the World of Birds podcast. I am your host, Kayla Fisk. This is a podcast featuring the great diversity found throughout the bird world, including unique behaviors, adaptions, habitats, and everything in between, and to help educate others and inspire action to help protect and conserve these amazing species. Many birders and non-birders alike may be noticing a few different bird species that they don't normally see at their bird feeders this winter. Large yellow and brown finches with white and black wings and thick pale beaks have been seen invading platform feeders. Small streaked finches, slightly smaller than a goldfinch, with thin conical beaks and a hint of yellow on their wings and tails, have been seen hanging out with flocks of American goldfinches eating thistle and sunflower seeds. These two species, the evening grosbeak and the pine siskin, are two species that have been seen in record numbers and are being seen further south than in many previous years. These species are just two examples of birds that usually spend their winter in parts of Canada, where they feed on conifer seeds found throughout the boreal forests. But some years, these cone crops are sparse, and species that rely on these for their food source need to go further south in search of food. This causes what is generally called an eruption year, and this winter of 2020 to 2021 is considered the biggest eruption year in about 25 years for several bird species, mainly the evening grosbeak. The main contributing factors that cause these birds to move so far south in such large numbers is an abundance of food during the breeding season and then the failing of the cone crops in the winter. There are many species that rely on these cone crops during the winter season, some including the evening grosbeak, pine siskins, redpolls, crossbills, purple finches, and nuthatches. One of the contributing factors to the increase of these numbers of birds being seen further south than normal is the increase of food during their breeding season. Outbreaks of spruce budworms in the boreal forest have been becoming more common and species like the evening grosbeak have benefited from this abundance of food to feed their young. But then, afterwards, when their winter food source fails, this leads to a large number of birds competing and then needing to travel further and further south to find food. These different winter visitors tend to rely on different cone crops for their main food source. For example, pine siskins with spruce cones, red crossbills with white pine, and red poles with birch. But these eruption years are part of a natural cycle. Some years, there will be plentiful seed production from conifers and other seed-producing trees, but these are then generally followed by several years of smaller production of seeds. Red-breasted nuthatches have also been seen more often this year, but unlike most other species that were discussed, this species tends to show up as single individuals at feeders. They also tend to hang out with mixed species flocks like chickadees, titmice, and finches. These little nuthatches are much smaller than their white-breasted counterparts, but share a similar feeding pattern of grabbing a single seed and then flying off. But these boreal finches aren't the only species that can have an eruption year. Another bird that has this behavior is the snowy owl. But while boreal finch eruptions revolve around seed production, 
An eruption of snowy owls revolved around a little rodent called a lemming. And just like cone crops have a natural cycle, so do the lemmings. Their population has boons and busts, depending on many environmental factors. But unlike finch eruptions, the lack of winter food and starvation does not cause an eruption year for snowies. About every four to five years, there are a population boom of lemmings and other prey species, creating a great nesting season for these birds, thus leading to an increase of birds leaving their arctic breeding grounds when winter comes. And with all these birds migrating further and many species liking to make stops at backyard bird feeders, except for the snow owl, of course, it's a good time to put that reminder out to regularly take down your bird feeders and give them a nice cleaning. With so many birds traveling in such high numbers from such long distances, high traffic areas like feeders can cause the increased transmission of various bacteria and viruses. Examples including salmonella and conjunctivitis. Both can be deadly to birds. This is a nice and easy way to help keep the bird population healthy as you enjoy the sights and sounds of these Arctic visitors. And with that, I wrap up this little episode about what an eruption year is, and I hope you enjoyed it and learned a few things. If you did enjoy this episode, please feel free to share it, leave a review, or follow this podcast on your favorite listening platform. And as always, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Kayla Fisk Birds. Thanks for listening, all you lovely bird nerds, and have a great day.